Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hot shot first. 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 This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about Avatar. Man, I love it when he does like mm-hmm. the like at first he's not very good with the fire bending, but then he figures it out. <laughs> no, it's Scott. No, oh, what? Uh, I think you you watched the wrong Avatar. Oh shit! <laughs> this is the Avatar movie. Oh, 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 the live action version. Okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so the sequel is just coming out <laughs> the theaters this week, so we decided we'd go back and talk about the original one that came out already 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seems like Avatar. yesterday. Yeah, came out in 2009, uh, written by James Cameron, directed by James Cameron, starring Sam Worthington, Zoe Zaldano, Sigourney Weaver... Uh, Stephen Lang, Giovanna Rabisi, Michelle Rodriguez, um, <laughs> Adios Turn Nuggets, Joel <laughs> yeah. Moore, um, CCH and Pounder, West Studi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I mean, this is kind of a group pick, but it falls under Alex's uh, time slot. So we'll start with him first. What's your yeah. history with this movie, Alex? Uh, with this with with this movie, there was is just so hyped up. It's like, oh, the visuals are great. The visuals are great. And it's like, okay. And then I saw a couple trailers in it and everything, and I was like, oh, I know where this is. You know where this is going, which you know is fine for a lot of movies. But like, I think the hype for me just got so annoying that I didn't watch it until last night. So it was my first time watching it, and I'll talk about it later. <laughs> All right, Scott. What's your history with this movie? Uh, pretty similar to Alex. Um, I, th- I think what kept me maybe from going to the theaters is I, I don't remember anybody saying that they they loved it. You know, there wasn't that that same level of excitement for people that had seen it as say Lord of the Rings, uh, Phantom Menace, Batman, <laughs> yeah, uh, Batman, <laughs> some of the uh, like X Men stuff, I guess. Um, I'm just trying to think of like things that were like in in that vein, the nerd, the nerd vein. Um, although I guess this is more mainstream, but but at any rate, um, yeah, like Alex said, the there really wasn't much in the trailers to grab me, and you know I wasn't super into the idea of of 3D movie. 
Um, so yeah, this is my first time seeing it as well. Um, just on my my home TV in in I, I guess for the most part it was 4K, uh, but uh, but yeah, it did not did not catch the full 3D experience for this. Okay, um, I did see this the when it came out. I saw it a couple times in the theater. Um, while I did not love it, I really did enjoy it. Um, it was a spe- it's a spectacle, right? The story, well, as we'll talk about, is nothing to write home about, but it was a spectacle, and it was awesome in 3D, and it ruined everything else because this was filmed in 3D, where everything else after this was just post production, and it was just right made it terrible. Where I do do truly believe that this movie was better seen in 3D, which. If you ask, I hate 3D. I would not. I would not go see a movie sometimes because remember, like whatever, five years ago, that's all it was was 3D. You couldn't even. It was like mm-hmm. you had to wait like two shows a day were the non 3D versions. Those are the ones I'd have to wait to get. I remember seeing the uh, the Hobbit in 3D and hating. Yeah, and I don't even know I if saw, the Hobbit I saw, was. I saw Rogue One in 3D, and it was miserable. Like Oof. that's how good that movie was that I enjoyed it in spite of that. Yeah, I would go out of my way, like I said, to not get a 3D version. Uh, but this, when I saw it originally, I saw it in 3D and it was amazing. Um, I'm wondering if I'll go if I go see the sequel, if I will see it in 3D or not. I don't know. I'm really I think questioning you that. kind of like have to, don't you? I have. Like, I don't know the research. Did he film the new ones in 3D, like the way I, he did this? Or yeah, no? that's a good. That's a good question. I, I don't know. I would imagine he would have, but yeah, Me I don't too. know. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. I hope he doesn't do that stupid cheap trick that they did in the trailers for this new movie where they have the letterbox on the screen the whole time, but the characters go over the letterbox. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't remember if they did that or not. Well, in the trailers they did for the new movie. Okay. But I'm just hoping (laughs) that Cameron has the wherewithal to not do that for the movie. Because mm, it didn't look that good in the trailers, yeah. I gotta admit. But anyway, I saw it when it came out, like I said, a couple times in the theater. I bought the, probably the HD DVD of this. It was one of the first <laughs> of the high defs that I had. Yeah. But I really haven't Boy, watched it. Yeah. I really haven't watched this in probably eight, nine years. It's been a long time. And this time I just pulled it up on Disney Plus and watched it there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. All right, let's get into it. As usual, we're each going to talk about seven items from the movie. Alex, what's your number seven? Um, first of all, for me, you know, the maybe it's because I work in a visual medium. It's my profession. It's my job. Uh, I'm not really that impressed. It's not easy to impress me with, like, stunning visuals and whatnot. Uh, so I put – I try to put that aside. I also try to put aside that this story is just uh, – paint by numbers like i knew what was coming like a thousand miles away so i i made this list but i took those very glaring issues for me away because i've had them forever and try to watch this more objectively right mm-hmm. so number seven <laughs> mug of untanium <laughs> mug of tanium oh my gosh I, unobtainium really they couldn't think of a, a different fucking name isn't this the, isn't that what they call it in the core too so yes it is um to, to be fair alex oh i i i was cause i knew going into the movie that that's what they called it and i was ready to be annoyed but oh they gosh. only do it the one time and i think yeah. they do it as just like a like it he, he's being like facetious when he says it 
Like, it would have been better if they'd given it a real name, but it's not like everybody goes to the whole movie calling, like, oh, we have to protect the unobtainium. Like, they 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 don't do that. So I wasn't, like, annoyed by it. <laughs> I was annoyed by a lot of the other naming stuff, but not that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Unobtainium. They should have called it Dolomite. I would have had a lot of respect for them. Oh, man, that would have gotten an instant additional point when we write this at the end. Yeah. That would have been the case. <laughs> There's tons of precious dolomite down there. <laughs> yeah, is an honorable mention, honorable mention for me. And I remember I saw yeah. when I saw it in the theater. Um, I kind of forgot about it because, like Scott says, it's not really a big deal. He just it is BC says yeah. it like the one time, just kind of like, all right, this is what's going on here. <laughs> you guys all get it. This is oil, right? This is sci-fi oil. We're trying to get to it. We're going to yeah. move these people, so we can get oil. Unobtainium, yeah. but yeah, pretty ridiculous. All right, Scott, number seven. Uh, number seven, is, as we kind of alluded to when we were going over our history with the movie, it, it was painfully obvious, like, what I was missing out on by not seeing it in 3D. Um, yeah. And, and miss, missing out is kind of a relative term, but, like, I, I obviously wasn't getting the full intended experience anyway. Um, you know, my overall enjoyment of the movie, you know, that that's obviously, I, I wouldn't know that until I saw it. 3D and I already missed out on that by not seeing it for the first time like that. But um, you you could tell like a lot of them running around was was just to feature the 3D, um, which I think hinders the movie a little bit. Um, it certainly impacts the runtime. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, it just it, it felt like okay, I could see how this would be really really cool in in 3D. Why they're kind of lingering in all this stuff, but watching it, even in, you know, 4K, high def, um, it definitely loses something. Um, which, you know, again, it, it is a beautiful world. We'll talk more about that later. But mm-hmm. um, it, it, it is interesting being able to just easily, like in my kind of layman's untrained eye to be like, okay, I could, I could see like where the 3D was supposed to pop in this particular scene. And that's pretty, pretty much like, at least half of Navi stuff is like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Just just an interesting thing to, to see for the first time, not not seeing it in 3D. Yeah. I'll talk about this a little bit more, but one of the stuff, the things that I remember enjoying about it was not the big action set pieces. It was more the subtle things like the clear, all the, you know how the, the human stuff, those clear tech panels, kind of like they have later in Marvel movies, right? Like every, all the data pads are clear. Mm-hmm. Those things or the gunships that their, their panels would all be in the foreground Do not and things like that made it really cool. Or, and then when the movie opens with him coming out of the pod and, and there's depths of the hundreds of people behind him, like things like that were really cool in 3d. You're right. When the, when the dragons are flying around everywhere and the lions are running, like, that would get a little repetitive. It was more that some of the other stuff was just really cool. But I remember anyway. It's been 13 years. Okay. Um, yeah, my number seven, just to get out of the way, is the derivative nature of the story. I mean, I just saw an interview with him the other day. He was like, yeah, I was watching Pocahontas with my kids or something. And like, oh, this would be a good idea for a movie. Like, I don't know if he's being just joking around, but okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's enough of a, like, sci-fi fantasy sheen on this to... Help it feel yeah. fresher. Yes. But yeah, yeah, it's not. And it's a fun, I mean, it's the reason this story has been retold in so many different forms throughout human history, right? Like of different 
thing. So I don't, I mean, not human history, yeah. but white men, please save us. Yeah. I mean, there's that, but <laughs> he's blue and he, he turns into them. I don't know. The race thing is one thing, but just the whole thing of a different person going into a different culture in general. And right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's the a stranger comes into town. Yeah, exactly. Or the, the, <laughs> the, the high tech guy getting enveloped in the primitive world and realizing all that stuff. Fine. Um, so yes, it's derivative, but I still we've got, say, we've got to say Pandora Raj. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's derivative, but at the same time, it makes for some good stories in certain situations. So um, yeah, like I don't even remember Pocahontas as much, but Dances with Wolves, right? I mean, mm-hmm. as you've said before, Tatanka. Um, so there you go. I know people also mentioned what was the Tom Cruise one. I saw that once and I so, did not so remember my, it. So uh, my just to, like my yeah last samurai yeah. So just jumping ahead, I, my my note for this is dances with samurai cringe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll talk a little bit more about this in a bit, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, that's my number seven. So Alex, number six. My number six is I was <laughs> I was really starting to get enveloped into the world of Pandora and everything. And then I heard certain animal sounds and sound effects that I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? And then it's like, no, OK, it could, maybe it was just a one off. It couldn't be. And then I kept hearing them again and again. I'm like, motherfucker, they used the Jurassic Park sound library yeah. with <laughs> very minimal alterations to the sound. So I could clearly tell. All right. That's a T-Rex sound. All right. These are raptor calls. Oh, like, my oh, my gosh. It's like, guys, please. <laughs> I know this was what, 2009? Give me a break. Yeah, give me a fucking break, guys. <laughs> I I never noticed it before when I saw it in the theater, but this time I was watching, I was like, God damn, this is Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a T-Rex sound right there. That's yeah. a Yeah. Yeah. Uh Scott, number six. Uh, my number six is and it's something that that I found very interesting that they only spend like a token amount of time on and I, I kind of wish they, they'd done a lot more of it um, but the movie raises the, the question about what what would happen to a person like psychologically if you were constantly swapping back and forth between not just bodies but between like lives because you're, you're yeah. basically effectively living a completely different life um, you know obviously he, he comes to to empathize with, with the Navi uh, that that's almost incidental, um, you know. That I, I really like the sequence when, you know, he's exhausted from going back and forth and back and forth. Um, you know, what what would that do to a person? Like, you know, and, and his character even says like it's all kind of blurring together, and how he was starting to see, you know, his his human life as the sort of right. um, other. Uh, but but I think that like. It's it's a very interesting thing that they again don't dwell a whole lot on just to get to the, you know, again to the mm-hmm. dances with the samurai story, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just in general this this whole technology that they have, see like the applications for that seem like so far reaching, and you know they're just kind of using it for, a, a, like a anthropological it's- experiment here. Um, which which is fine, it makes sense, but like, if they have the capability to do something like this, like, 
Yeah, just, they just like ignoring a whole wave of like science, <laughs> like mm-hmm. like science stuff, just to to tell this like story about, uh, you know, again the driving off indigenous people. Mm-hmm. Um, What's but, that uh, Bruce Willis movie where they kind of delve deeper into that stuff? Uh, surrogates. Surrogates. Yeah. That movie is not good, but <laughs> it is not. <laughs> but, uh, but the premise was good. Yeah, what, what was good? The premise, the premise of that movie was good. Yeah, no, the the yeah the 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 idea behind it is cool, um, and yeah, that 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 movie actually does go into like more depth of like what happens to us if we're like yeah that that was more about being like detached from reality. Um, oh, the ghost gravity. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, at, at any rate, um, I, I again I, I like the idea of what would happen to a person when they were constantly doing this. Yeah, that could be its own little movie. And the one thing I I get, this is one of the big problems I have with Iron Man. Like, if you have all this technology, and the way you're going to do it is to build a robot suit to get out of your prison or whatever. Like, the same thing with like this. Like, this is you have all this technology, but I buy it, whatever. And then the fact that yeah, I did, he I describes did, I did, yeah, like I, I agree with you, Jeff. I wasn't thinking too hard about that part of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I like the fact that he just in one line he says like yeah I have my legs I'm paralyzed I could have it fixed I just can't afford it so like this technology may be useful like we said in more general purposes throughout or back on Earth or whatever but people couldn't afford it I mean this the only reason they're right, doing it here right. is because mm-hmm. of big yeah money, it did seem prohibitively expensive but like <laughs> well like well, now, now that they it, had yeah. the like the Navi DNA like and they don't even explain how they got that but they got the the Navi DNA and they're they're clearly like. Bigger, stronger, yeah. faster. They can breathe this other atmosphere at any rate. Um, right. mm-hmm. Like, why not create a bunch of like mobile platforms like that to like go out and mine other planets? You know, like just just as like a, a very simple, you know, like replicants basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway. All right. Uh, on my number six and. The avatar, the design of the avatar, or the Navi people themselves—I don't know. It's kind of weird. The eyes kind of bug me, but I just like the fact that everything's big. For some reason, that works for me. You kind of, when yeah. you're in the Navi world for a long time, you kind of forget, right? Because everything's relative. But then, whenever, you, like at the very beginning, when you see him with the people, right, the first time he gets put into the body, is how big he was. Right? I thought it was just a cool little thing to add because there's really no reason for that. But then just to show like how what this planet, how big it is, and how everything. Can destroy you as Ike says a couple times in the movie. <laughs> Everything out there wants to kill you. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like all right, we get it. <laughs> I I, d- I don't know chief. how how intentional it was, but I I thought the <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard to separate that character because it's yeah. such an amazing role. But um, <laughs> the I thought the Navi design was was actually rather smart. Um, again, I don't know if they were like kind of future proofing themselves or not. But they they went far enough away from like what a, a normal person would look like that they didn't have to worry about the uncanny valley at that point. Um, yeah, that was, and, yeah, and you know the CG choice. looked good enough that it still holds up. You know now watching it thirteen years later. Yeah. Um, so I think I think that was smart because if they looked more like regular people, then I think that would have been that would have been the wrong way to go with it. Basically, like. Then it's like, okay, they're just kind of like people, but not really. Like, yeah, it wouldn't have worked. Polar Express. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, Alex, number five. My number five is more Michelle Rodriguez, please. <laughs> um, yeah, her character kind of is, you know, she seems kind of friendly and sympathetic and everything, but then it, it, it was kind of a little bit quick for me. So it's like, I didn't sign up for this and now I'm going to kill all my former comrades. It's like, okay. Um, I wish I could have seen more of her, <laughs> like, like turning. Yeah. So, and then you gotta, you gotta, you're gonna tell me that she was the only one that had like uh, apprehensions about all this. There weren't any other Marines that would would have defected. So, I I yeah. almost laughed out loud when uh, <laughs> when I gives the final speech before they they go out to destroy the the other MacGuffin. Um, right. <laughs> We're and, gonna kill him. We're and you gonna see kill everybody, him dead. and everybody's yeah. like, everybody's like cheering. Yeah, like you see people like tearing up. Like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> tearing up. Oh man, I can't wait to kill. But, but so Rodriguez's character, <laughs> like what? Like she abandons the formation of the mission, and she's just free to go about her business. Like, <laughs> yeah, that too. Like, I don't like, think I'm able to let that slide. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. Court That's Marshall, a good point. I did. I did laugh out loud when she did show up in the whatever they were calling them, the the hella jets, um, and she was wearing the war paint. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, because that felt completely unnecessary. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, eh, whatever. Her I choice. Her, I liked it. It's cute. Her tactical choice too was not not the best. But, uh, yeah, anyway. I mean, I like no, I like that she went up again and she, you know, found cover and the whole that the action sequence cool. with her. Yeah, that was fine. Um, I, I have just lots like... of questions about about that whole sequence, by the way. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, I needed I needed more humans on the side of the Navi, but whatever. And more oh. Michelle Rodriguez, please. I she could be alive. Who knows? <laughs> we'll find out in the, in the sequel. <laughs> in the uh, sequel. Because the Navi aren't just indigenous people; they're family. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she, um, the only, I agree. It would have been better to see more defectors, but she was the only one that was working with, she was transporting the science people, right? So maybe that's why she got to see both sides. I don't know where, yeah, if you're the rest of the Marines and just being brainwashed by Ike the whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And also, I could see if you want to see more of returning, that's great, but this movie's already running two hours and 45 minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, they could have cut out some stuff, they could have trimmed this up a little bit. I, I agree with that too. Yeah, um, I know it was mostly to show off the 3D, which I get, but you gotta, the story comes first, in my humble opinion. IMHO. I, I agree. I don't even know if it's a 3D. I think it's showing off his world. I think it's Pandora, I think, more than anything. But yeah, yeah I agree. Should, but should story open that box. <laughs> All right. Uh, where are we at? Scott, number five? Yeah, yes. Number five is, yeah, like I said, the Dances of the Samurai cringe. Um, I, think, I think we've pretty much said all we need to say about that. I mm-hmm. The the big speech that he gives. Uh, I've heard better. Like, yeah, kind of, kind of falls flat. I'm like, ugh. Like, Okay, so you're going to be the one to lead them to... Okay. Yeah. See, that's what I get. Like, I I tend not to be as cringe at this stuff than than you guys. Because, like, okay, well, they, they don't... He's teaching them. They may not know the human's war style. So he's teaching them all that. Well, that makes sense. I'm fine with that. But that speech is where I'm like, no, no, that speech does not come from him. That's got to come from them. And yeah. that really bugged me. And we also got... Uh, 
Chekhov's pterodactyl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. That guy. I'm like, okay, at some point he's going to like ride one of these fucking things. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And that was yeah. the one scene they did cut out. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's only theory, it like, wasn't easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, how did... Yeah, so he's so down and comes up to him. How did you tame it? Yeah, it wasn't easy. Wasn't easy. <laughs> what an easy, Rog. The old egg shin. Oh, man. So uh, my number five kind of goes with this, uh, with kind of with that thing. And when you guys were making the water bitter jokes earlier, it cracked me up. But it reminded me, when this came out, it was a couple jobs ago. And this one guy, uh, so next to me, he didn't, doesn't really go out to movies that much, but he goes, hey, I heard there's, oh, my, two of us were talking about Avatar, and he goes, they're making a Avatar movie? And I'm like, yeah, James Cameron. And we were talking for a little bit, and we, it was clear to me that we weren't talking about the same thing. And then he, all of a sudden he goes, oh, no, Avatar is, it's an anime or whatever. And he was telling me, like, oh, no, I don't think it's based off of that. Well, anyway, and then, mm-hmm. you know, the movie's out for like a little while and he finally comes and talks to me. He goes, hey, I saw that movie. And by the way, this guy was a big uh, World of Warcraft player. He's like, this game, this movie's just like the game. It's all about getting different mounts and leveling up. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's at first, he, he's yeah. running around, he learns how to run. And then the next thing yeah. he knows, he gets the land mount. And then he gets the air mount. And then he gets the bigger air mount. And I was dying. So that whenever I see all these different mounts, I thought about that. And that's my number five is him learning to that's funny. mount the different beasts of Pandora. The, the, that uh, came out way dirtier than I mean it to be. You know, <laughs> the, um, again, what I, I, do they ever name what those, the the jet, the helijets are? Nah, I don't remember. I don't so maybe those, they do, but. Those are helijets. right out of StarCraft, by the way. StarCraft 2. Um, I know I've seen well, them before. Okay. They were, they were, yeah. There was like, a, like a, and stuff at the end was reminding me of StarCraft also. Like, they were like Zerg. Anyway. Yeah, it's like, this could be an RTS. <laughs> yeah. Avatar RTS, that'd be kind of neat. <laughs> so anyway, just the leveling up on getting the different mounts reminded me of my friend from uh, work way back in the day. It's my number five. Uh, Alex, number four. My number four is when Jake... Uh, assumes his avatar for the first time. I thought that scene was amazing. That was a really good scene. Because you don't really... I mean, you can tell that he's pretty frustrated, as one could imagine, about being a a paraplegic. But he doesn't really... He kind of, like, keeps it in because, you know, he's a Marine and he can't show weakness and stuff like that. But you can see, like, just the utter joy on his face when he's finally standing up and everything and he's not listening to the doctor to sit down. He goes just books off running yeah that was that was great and, and i think this kind of goes back sorry scott it goes back to what scott was talking about earlier about the if this yeah. technology existed yeah if you were paraplegic you would want to be in this world i mean i don't know if you'd want to be but i would think you would want to be in a world where you ha- can use all your limbs and like well, yeah i just i love that mm-hmm. anyway I was, I was gonna say i don't know why the doctors are freaking out so much like well, it wasn't like he was it. like a berserker rage or whatever. He was just <laughs> he's just walking around. No, but I mean he's like a nine foot tall toddler, yeah. and toddlers are destructive enough. As I feel, it is. I feel like <laughs> like they, a foot and a half. I feel like they overreacted. Engineers and scientists have their set protocols, and if you're not yeah, following it, then... hey, wait, it's expensive equipment. All right, I'm gonna, uh, Scott, I'm gonna knock four. down my beer. <laughs> number four is Stephen Lang here. Uh, 
must have been such a fun role to play. I know. <laughs> just just chewing on scenery. Um, Judging by his face, it chewed back. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, just you tell he's having fun with it. Um, you know, pr- providing a, um, a a suitable, suitably hateable villain. Uh, not not super layered, but I don't I don't think that was that was more script than anything else. Right, um, it just needs to be the one dimension. But you yeah, know, I do I do believe that like, <laughs> like in in his defense, that he was very much like, I, obviously being so pro human in this case is, is a bad thing. But uh, you know, he he was going to give Sam Harrington his legs back. Like yeah. you know, he was upfront with everybody. It's like this is super dangerous. Everybody, like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, you can see that like the charisma was there. Um, I I did think it was weird that uh, that the the big gunship um, that he's just walking around inside of it the whole time drinking cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Is, like, what happens if they had to bank slightly? Like, what? <laughs> he's gonna go like careening. Well, into that's the, how much of a badass he is. Yeah, he I never spills so. coffee. Um, but, uh, yeah, just just a fun character. Uh, you know, always a, a welcome addition to everything. He, he more pops up more in just like one-off TV roles than anything else. But uh, every once in a while, he'll get something like this, and it's great. <laughs> Did you ever see that horror movie with him where he was blind and those kids no, breaking into his house? No, it's on my radar. It's on my oh, radar. Yeah, there's a sequel on that too now. I saw it in the theaters. It was pretty good. I forgot the name of it, though. Um all right, uh, <laughs> it was called this shit is fucked up <laughs> my number four and this is a cheesy moment of the movie but I'm a sucker for it and I feel embarrassed by it, the fact that I, I love it every single time it's when the animals <laughs> join the fight and they're, they're basically doing the no. aliens thing and the <laughs> things are bleeping and then the animals are coming to protect the planet I still love it it's cheesy I enjoyed it it was, it was telegraphed but yeah, yeah. I enjoyed yeah. it and the six, the one animal that was rendered poorly with was the six-legged tiger thing or whatever. That the the black, yeah, that one didn't look quite as good. It was, I think, it's like too glossy. Yeah, the whatever <laughs> that didn't look realistic to me. But whatever, they, they were just cool and the big rhinoceros, whatever those things were. I just, it was cool. Whenever the planet and the animals fight back to kill man, I love it. So. <laughs> There it is. There weren't any sea creatures, but I guess that's what the sequel will be about, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, There's more dolomite yeah. under the water. We need to get back. <laughs> so, so we got the way of the trees, I guess, would be this one, and then the way of water, and then air. This really is turning into Avatar. I know. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's my number four. So Alex, number three. My number three is the creature design. That one's really, really good. Not only that, like, maybe it didn't look that great, but the design of the black mm-hmm. lizard panther was great. The flying pterodactyls was awesome. Even though, like, the little breaky eating, like, the lemurs, I should call them. Those were awesome. Those were really, really cool. I wish I, they would have shown a little bit more smaller critters like that. Like that and yeah. the helicopter lizards. Really cool. I loved all the all the little creatures, the big rhinos. Yeah, it's awesome. Why were those big rhinos afraid of that one cat? It's a good question. Same it seemed thing like in pretty nature, much, right? They seem like, non-destructible. 
Because, you know, a, a hippo or a rhinoceros doesn't back down from a lion. True. Yeah. I just saw I just saw a video today, Alex, of a... Is that the hippo video? Yeah, it was like <laughs> four or five lions trying to cross like a... I barely even caught a river. It was like probably 20 feet across, maybe 30. And these, these lions, they don't swim great. They're swimming along and all of a sudden, hippo spots them and is like... You must be lost. Yeah. <laughs> Let me, allow me to help you. Yeah. And these, yeah, these lions wanted no fucking part of the hippo. Because <laughs> no, the hippos are assholes. They're herbivores, but they still kill like whoever they want. Like I, was, I was reading oh. that they don't actually swim. They just run. They're like so yeah. dense that they oh, yeah. run. <laughs> they run at the bottom. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, just these lions are like piecing the fuck out as soon as this thing <laughs> got, got near them. Have you seen that video of a, a hippo chasing these guys in a boat, and it is it is catching up, and they're like, they're on a boat, they're going fast, and that thing is ca- it's so close to it. It literally is the the T Rex scene in Jurassic Park. Let's go faster, let's go faster, <laughs> and they just get it in the gear has to, they pull away from it. Oh my god, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's scarier than a T Rex. <laughs> it's so weird because nope. it's a herbivore. Yeah. Yeah, it's like so they just want to kill you. They don't even want to eat you. They just yeah. want to kill you. Yeah, like they're severely territorial. Fucking hippos, especially when they wiggle their ears. <laughs> yeah, blow bubbles. Mm-hmm. That's when they're most dangerous. Yeah. All right, I think we're on uh, Scott number three. Yes. Yes. Uh, number three uh, is is the Navi themselves. Um, we we already talked a little bit about it, but yeah, I I, I didn't think I would like it <laughs> just because I've seen enough like trailers and, and clips and stuff. Uh, but, you know, watching the movie, I, I really did like the design, um, you know, the way that they fit in the world. I, I think, you, I think Jeff, you kind of crystallize it with they're bigger because everything else is big. And I, I think that works really well uh, in, the, in the movie. Um, it helps they kind of cheat because there's very few scenes where there's humans right. to compare against them. Um, but yeah, all that said, again, I, I like the design. Um, I like the, 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 the hair tendril thingies. Uh, mm-hmm. again, that's out of Starcraft also, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, they, 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 they seem to really fit the, the world they were building here. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about like them as like a culture later. I like early on, like when he's the first time Jake Sully's in there and he's like, Fiddling around with it, and Sigourney Weaver's like, "Careful, you'll keep playing with it; you'll go blind." Yeah, which is funny, but you don't really get to like later on. You feel like that is how they have like the sex and stuff, right? With that thing, and so it's cracked me up. It's a dangling penis, <laughs> mm-hmm. as most penises are, I guess. All right, yeah, and, and dangling vaginas. Well, as well. the lucky one, as, as as also as most vaginas are, <laughs> as is my understanding, as as as, as I learned in uh, elementary school. Yeah. Uh, my number three has already been said, but it's Ike Clinton, aka I don't even know his name. General Badass Stephen Lang. Yeah, um, what's, it was, what's his name in this? It, Colonel it, Miles Quaritch, which I don't think they Colonel ever Miles say that. Davis. <laughs> Colonel, uh, he just has to go down as one of the biggest baddest <laughs> villains. Like you just, there's no depth to it, but just he's a badass military man. All right, let's do this quick. I want to get home to dinner. Yeah, all right, boys. <laughs> Coffee's getting cold. Let's First round this, I'm in. Let's go. Destroy this tree. Drink my coffee. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, he was just... <laughs> he was badass. I don't know. 
Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, the sequels, like, if they could bring him back somehow, I might accept it. We'll see, because he was so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Alex, number two. My number two is I got to hand it to Cameron. The special effects were amazing. And they still, yeah, they still hold up. Um, My only, yeah, everything looked great. Everything looked believable. My only nitpick, and I think it would be because of my background, the only, only I would notice something like this. But the Navi, their backs were too stiff. And that's because it comes from the limitation of being motion captured by, you know, proportional humans. So that might look fine on a human figure. But to me, their backs, like a back that long that didn't have more bend to it in their motion always looked a little off to me. Hmm. So I kind of wish that they would make them a little bit more alien feeling also if, you know, the animators went in and just fixed some of this stuff in post, like after the motion capture and everything to just bend their spines in certain motions a little bit so that they're a little bit more fluid, more curvier when they did stuff. But that's like a minor nitpick. Everything else looked amazing. Yeah, I do, I do agree, Alex. I think this uh, this this Jimmy Cameron kid is going places. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a bright future ahead of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the studio gave him this multi million dollar movie <laughs> to start off with. Wow. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Really? I'll, uh, sorry, Scott. Number two. Um. So, you know, I I, I liked earlier, you know, from the sci fi standpoint of. You know what? What would happen? Swapping. I, I really, really like the idea of the the whole planet being connected. Um, I, I think they yeah. they throw out some like almost Star Trek level gobbledygook about uh, like biochemical something. I forget what the term they use, uh, but that that everything has the connections, and you see that that theme play out with the the Navi that have their their whatever tendrils and. Everything else in the world seems to have it too, or you can just plug it directly into like all these buttholes, vines, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cloaca, whatever. Maybe you know, we never see mm-hmm. the the Navi how they get to waste. They, they might all just have cloacas, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, they do seem to kiss like humans do, though, so whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> that would have been funny if they just started doing something super weird, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like chewing on each other's hair, so I don't know. Like, or they go uh, and throw up, and it's like, oh, sorry, I had to do number two. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> Wait, uh, you didn't tell me this body did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I did see somewhere that Cameron was like, okay, when they're designing them, they're like, okay, with the women, do they have breasts or do they not? Oh yeah, they have breasts. Why? Well, so men will find them attractive. Like, it's <laughs> age. <laughs> Like, yeah, sometimes you just can't over, I use that out overthinking it. And it's just, okay, it's still, we have real humans watching this. We're not going to get too scientific on it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, dimorphism is, is fine, but yeah, just boobs for boobs sake. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Um, but yeah, but again, though, I, I, I like the idea of them being connected. Um, I think the movie, the, the world itself looks its best. It's the most gorgeous when it's like at night and everything's got that like, that kind of yeah, the black lights. Like the, yeah, like the glow. purple kind of glow to everything, um, and yeah, it just looks amazing. But yeah, when they're all in front of the MacGuffin tree mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're all chanting, and and the you see the kind of like web of like effectively they're supposed to be like 
neural links, I guess, um, you know, yeah. start to glow and there's, uh, they're all chanting. And um, I, I loved all of that. Um, I thought that was super cool. Like if you're going to, you know, veer hard into the, the sci-fi of something um, I, I, like, which this movie actually doesn't do a whole lot of um, surprisingly uh, like that, that was a, a very cool thing to do. Agreed. I agree. And I agree at night. It looks better. Mm-hmm. Um, Mostly. <laughs> Mostly. Yeah. Uh, my number two, we kind of talked about it a lot at the beginning, is that the 3D in this movie was amazing. Um, as we mentioned, you guys hadn't seen the 3D, so I won't talk too much about it other than it was just, it changed the game, but unfortunately, you have to take the time to do it right. And if you don't, it's just crap. And that, that's what Hollywood got out of it. It's just, oh, we could just, just sell our movies for $3 more and have more of these shitty glasses and make a couple jump scares. They didn't do it right. And like I said, as cool as the action scenes were, there was just depth. And it was just really cool. So, um, yeah, that's my number two. So, Alex, what's your number one? My number one is the world of Pandora itself. It was amazing. Scott went over a lot of it with the Navi. Uh, the interconnected planet idea was great. Um, you know, we there's a lot of quote-unquote mystics that say that here on Earth <laughs> right now, we're all connected through this life source energy and stuff. I like that they made that literal in Pandora, they like they had scientific basis for um, how the the entire planet was connected, like literally. Um, I love all the yeah, all the creatures, the the fauna, the the mountains, the floating mountains were great. Uh, I can see why they built like a whole land in what Orlando. Yeah, it's in the Animal Kingdom, I think. Yeah. So it was cool. It is. Yeah. I'll just, you know, we'll skip Scott real quick. Uh, my number one is the environment, the Pandora. I just love everything about it as well. Um, yeah. yeah just, guess, guess what? No need to skip me because my number one is right. also okay. Pandora, the planet, and the people. Uh, <laughs> basically, what you guys are saying, um, you know, that's the most impressive thing about this movie is that they, this fully realized world with the full on people with a full culture, like, I, I almost didn't care about the humans in this movie. <laughs> so. I didn't at all. Like from the start. Or in real life. Yeah. I mean, I'm... <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll get into this in a second. Um, oh, everything I said. But I will say, as much as I didn't care about the humans, I loved the tech. that the Like that side of it. I love those helicopters. I love the... Yeah. yeah um, the, the mechs are cool. The mechs are cool. The big tanks. All that. They were like dropping them down and the, the mechs are running out. I thought mm-hmm. all that was fun too. So it was like it's a big video game like we talked about, right? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's literally you're picking the Zerg versus the humans and what was the other one? The Protoss or what was it? Protoss. Protoss. Um, yeah, look at me remembering some stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's awesome. And I'm just wondering in the new movies if I mean at the end of this movie I guess we can talk about it. so Jake Sully is now just a full on avatar right he's a full on Navi is that what we're supposed to get out of this yep. right yes so like yeah will we see any other is the whole avatar thing gone now and it's just the Navi versus humans or other Navi tribes I don't even know or yeah. sea creatures 
Or maybe, maybe they'll be rogue. Got one whale. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's, <laughs> maybe there's Navi that live underwater <laughs> and they want to fight him. Yeah. I think those are supposed to be other planets. Like there's an establishing shot when he's going there. There's like multiple planets in that area. So I'm wondering. Right. Or moons or whatever out. they are. And then yeah, moons. Was, so well, it, it seemed like Pandora was a moon in and of itself. Correct. Because there's mm-hmm. like the giant planet like in the center of things. Yeah. I think the forest moon of Endor is there somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Auto Gunga is probably underwater. That's where they're going. But would you think in these new movies there's going to be other avatars, or maybe there'll be like rogue ones trying to infiltrate? They won't be necessarily good, or are we done so, with that so part? So the technology's there. Just... There's still human. Like the one guy can still go back and forth. From from what we know, Adios turn. Nuggets. Yeah, that guy. Unless him. unless his avatar body got you know robot legs, it's possible. Um, yeah, they never did say legs. what happened exactly. If like your avatar died on you, yeah. If you like, if it's Matrix rules, like if your avatar yeah, dies, you die, yeah. or if you just get kicked out. Because I thought maybe that's what happened to uh, what's his face, Turd Nuggets. <laughs> like he got shot up, and his avatar died, so he got kicked out of the machine. Or right. if that was just such a shock. Yeah, he to, like seemed uh, like pretty bad off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was great bit of acting by him though when he climbs out of the pod and he's like barely he can't move his arm because he's still like feeling the ghost pain and everything. That was awesome. Honorable mention. Please sit on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. It was, it's hard to take him serious in this fucking <laughs> any other movie. I mean, I've never seen him in two movies now. Avatar and Grandma's Boy. Him, him, him oh God, him and uh, Michelle Rodriguez have like the worst like set of dialogue in the entire movie. <laughs> When they're, she's like, so we got to like protect the tree or it's like game over. And then the guy said, yeah, we got to protect the mega tree. Like he basically repeats exactly what she just said because they've got to drive it home to the audience that the stakes are, we got to protect the tree. Mm -hmm. Just uh, like an awful exposition drop. I felt bad for both those actors. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And there's one thing I wanted to bring up for a bit of trivia is that. Apparently, James Cameron offered this role to Matt Damon. Matt Damon. And, Matt, and he even offered to give him 10% of the gross. And Matt Damon, either he couldn't do it or didn't do it. He said he was doing Born Identity, but the Born franchise. I don't know if he's like, nah, nah, I'm not into it. But whatever. He That was financially a bad move. Uh, but, you know, whatever. He's still doing all right. He was. Uh, he wanted to do Marco Polo, so. <laughs> That's it. He wanted, to, he wanted that, to do the wall. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sam Worthington, I mean, he was kind of an up-and-coming guy, right? But he hasn't done shit, he, right? He, Since, yeah, yeah, no, th- this was, well, he was unknown See, before this. Was, like, he, and he was, was in, the Salvation, Terminator Salvation? Yeah, he, yeah. he was in Terminator. Um, Good was, for you. He was in a Schwarzenegger movie. I don't know if you saw, I forget the name of that one. Terminator uh, Salvation. No, 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 no. Uh, he was in. He was in there. That's not the movie I'm talking about. With um, okay, are you sure? Where they're like <laughs> surprise, <laughs> like Schwarzenegger is a is a the head of a special unit. <laughs> yeah, they're like underground or something, right? They're, they're like, oh, is it sabotage? And they're like, yeah, the that was SWAT sab- team? sabotage. Yes, I think that was. Yes, it, it is yeah. sabotage. I just okay. Yeah, yeah, he's he's in that. Um, but yeah, he Clash of the Titans. That's right. So, <laughs> 
That's right. He was in both of those. Oh, yeah, Jeebus yeah. Um, H. So yeah, he was he was in some stuff after that. Like yeah, he he never quite maintained that the A list. Yeah. That that that, that Avatar kind of gave him. Um, he I was I was almost laughing out loud by the end of the movie because he's like he's worse than like Mel Gibson in uh the first couple uh hey, watch. yeah his his Australian like <laughs> slips out like all the time in this movie uh, <laughs> did you redo his showing <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh so and like he's on record as saying like yeah I had a harder time doing an American accent than, than doing the Navi <laughs> speak <laughs> mm-hmm. um you know like I you know I'm not gonna kill the guy over it I just thought it was funny it was just like like because they had to notice like Especially when he's doing the the recordings, which are probably all ADR'd. Um, yeah, he just couldn't <laughs> he couldn't, couldn't keep it out. Right. Uh, and we could say the opposite for like Zoe Zaldano. She's just, I mean, she also did Star Trek that year. Yeah, and then just since then, she's in everything. I mean, she's like in eight franchises. <laughs> like she she's getting into like uh, like Sam Jackson territory. If we start <laughs> yeah. adding up like her box out like. Seriously, she's in like, serious. Like, like her box office here. Um, but hey, funny thing about Zoe Saldana in this, um, it, it's weird because I'm like, she's the best Navi. <laughs> like, yeah. From like the performance that we're getting, but how much of that is her and how much of that is the animation? Because obviously they're putting more time into her than they are like the other characters, probably. So, hmm. um, I don't know. Like, obviously, she's doing she's doing great voice work. <laughs> I know she's doing like the mocap stuff for it. Um, you know, so, you know I, don't, I, I don't know how much that translates into I what have, we see finally in the final product for two thousand nine. Um, yeah, but she she was the best one of, mm-hmm. of them all. Um, yeah, and, I want to say they they recorded audio at the same time they were motion capturing too. I mean, why wouldn't they? Yeah, they still probably did pickups and stuff later. no yeah absolutely yeah. but it's not like a traditional animated movie where you you got to record the voices first and then the animators go in and do all the acting stuff yeah one one, one bit of trivia talking about the, the mocap and stuff um i didn't notice this at all i i, I guess i'm just dumb but i guess the, the quote-unquote the avatars what was that jeff you saw the zipper? <laughs> yes. <laughs> At one point, the guy had a wristwatch. Like, there was a Starbucks <laughs> coffee cup in the back. Jeez, come on, man. Uh, but uh, I guess the avatars, this is like, I can't help but think of the Simpsons, like, with God. The avatars had five fingers, but the Navi only had four. Oh, I didn't know. And the avatars were the only ones with really defined eyebrows. Or I guess the other, okay. the other ones had just kind of hints of it. Um, and that was another part okay. of the trip, and you'd you'd probably appreciate this, Alex. Like they were saying mm-hmm. that the typical Navi was a lot harder to do facial expressions for because the eyebrows weren't there. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, a lot easier. Sense. Maybe it's a lot easier to to convey emotion with eyebrows than without them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of when they have uh, animated animals in movies and stuff, and they're like talking, they they always have to add eyebrows, or else it doesn't look right. Yeah, I'm looking at you, nude Lion King. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, think of like uh, Short Circuit or Wally or something, right? It's all eyebrows. Yeah. With those flappers, right? That's the right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can Johnny be very Pie simple. Yeah, it doesn't have to be too yeah. elaborate. But, uh... 
Cameron was like, no. Uh, so, question for you guys. No, no eyebrows, just do you, boobs. <laughs> do you, do you, yes. <laughs> like, someone had to talk him out of doing the, like, the, the Ripley Bush bump. Screw you, Alex. Damn got it, got no. to before you did. You son um, of a bitch. Do, do you think Cameron was so hellbent on doing a second avatar because there was more of the story he wanted to tell? Or because he didn't get to do that much with water the first time around. <laughs> I know. Maybe it was the water thing. Or maybe it was the billions of dollars that he's making. I, I'm pretty sure money is not really... No, I know. Yeah, <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would be like, I guess too he, much by that. He had to deal with... So I guess it was Fox that did this? Um, yeah. It's on that, Disney+. Because they knew how expensive his last... All of his movies are expensive, right? So like they were kind of scared when he was like yeah it's gonna cost us like all the money to make and they were kind of like justifiably like a little scared and he said well okay like if the movie flops then i'll waive my directing fee and then it went on to make like billions of dollars yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so you know there's four sequels coming out now. yeah so it'd be five total Oof. No, he's really gonna go through the whole thing. He's gonna go. He's gonna do water, and then air, and then fire, and then spirit. So, I don't know. I've heard from this is like internet rumors based on this last movie and this period. It almost feels like this is his love letter to Earth to save our planet. Like this is what he's his last ditch effort to. Oh, this, uh, like people appreciate our planet, so he's making you know you thought this fantastical, fantastical world, but we had that same thing here. So it's, I think, I don't know if it's about, like you said, the, the stuff he didn't do or if he really is just trying to. There's definitely a, a, a tree hugger vibe in this, in this movie. Yeah. But the, mm-hmm. uh, well, the Sam Worthington character at one point says, like, like we already destroyed our planet. Like, like yeah. right. we're going to do the same thing here. Our right. planet Earth's dying or something like that. Yeah. All right. Before we rate it, just the one thing, because I think as most people know, this is the highest grossing movie of all time. So, but things have changed over year over the years, and I I don't know if this had fallen below, but has recently jumped back because of a re-release. I'm not sure, but I've pulled up Box Office Mojo's top lifetime grosses. I wanted to go with you guys real quick if you guys can guess the top ten. Are these are these adjusted for inflation? No, just top ten li- lifetime grosses, and it has their okay. dollar value here. Okay, so, so Infinity Water War. World. And Waterworld is not on the list, no. <laughs> In, Infinity yeah, War. Infinity not, War. We're not, uh, is Infinity War on there? Infinity War is, yes, on here. Okay, so that means Endgame has to be. Yeah, okay, so Endgame is number two overall. Infinity War is number five overall. Okay. okay. And oh, just to let you know, geez. number 13 overall is Age of Ultron. Okay. <laughs> um, is uh, the new Jurassic World? Jurassic World is number seven. Okay. And these are all over a billion dollars. So just to let you know, Jurassic World is 1.6 billion. Uh, what did you guys say? Endgame is 2.8 billion. Jeez. Infinity mm. War, just 2 billion. <laughs> just a measly, <laughs> measly 2 billion. Uh, is, is Civil War on the list? No. Okay, okay. But there is oh, Black Panther. One... There's two more Marvel movies in the top ten. Black, Black Panther has to be on there, right? No. Really? Four, 14. I thought that made like a billion dollars. but It, it yeah. did. 
Uh, I did make enough billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one point three eight billion, um, but not. Okay, okay. Uh, so other Marvel movies. So the the original Avengers. Yes, the original Avengers is number nine at one point five billion. Okay. So it's not. So the other Marvel movie isn't an Avengers movie. That's interesting. No. So you're missing. Is it the, the Force Awakens? The Force Awakens is number four at two billion. Okay. Um, does that does that mean Last Jedi is on there? Too? Last Jedi is not. Oh, it's it's one point three, but it's number sixteen. So so Rise of Skywalker's got to be on there. No. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Damn, is failing hard. Everybody knew. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't even. Oh, that's number thirty-five. That's way down there. Okay. So no more Star Wars movies on the list. One more Marvel movie. Another movie you guys should think of that used to be number one overall that you haven't mentioned yet. Uh, Titanic. Et. Yes. Titanic oh. is number three at two point two. Et used to be. Now Jesus Christ, it's. So yeah. Jurassic Park was, can't be on there yeah. anymore, right? If this was adjusted for inflation, then those old movies would still be on here. Right. Yeah. But, I mean. I can't even find. It. I'm scrolling, and I, I may have missed it, but so what? Mar- so oh, ET it, is ninety eight. Jeez, Jesus. So so if it can't be, so we already went through all the Avengers movies. Yes. So what other Marvel movie? The first Iron Man. No. It it's not not that, and not Civil War. No. It's. Well, without taking too long, it came out in 2021. Ant Man. No, you're half right. <laughs> Ant Man. No. <laughs> Doctor Strange two. No. 2021. Doctor Strange year. two kind of has to do with this movie in a way. If you think about it. Shang Chi. No. Right, it's Spiderman. Oh, no oh, 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 oh. Duh. Duh. So, yeah. no way home. No way home. Okay. Yeah. I always forget that Spider-Man is not. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Sony. Um, okay. I mean, it's Sony, it's but still it's still Sony, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's still. It's All right. And you're missing two. Um, I just give us, give us a quick hint here. Yeah. Uh, one is a remake of an animated classic. Kind of already been mentioned, like by Alex a few minutes ago. Was it uh, Lion King? The Lion King, oh, one point six. So that, that's why they make them, folks. As bad as they uh, were, the Lion <laughs> King outgrossed Len. A remake. Remember yeah, yeah. the live action? Yeah, yeah, the live action. Yeah, for both. All right, and number ten. Speaking of Michelle Rodriguez, um, Fast and Furious nine. <laughs> now you just got to guess the number, guys. This uh, is the tenth eight. one or number ten on the list. Guess the Furious. Uh, so ten. No. <laughs> oh. Seven. Seven. One point five. Is uh, that the one where they where they drive cars really fast? I was yet. I was gonna say Resident Evil three or four. <laughs> she's in that. Yeah. She's in the very first one. Yeah. Which is another one of those. And just out of the list is Top Gun Maverick. So wow. I mean, but this list is literally littered with Marvel yeah, it's all movies, Disney Star Wars movies, Harry Potter, 
I mean, it's Disney. I mean, it's Beauty and the Beast, Star Wars, Frozen, Incredibles, Iron Man 3, Captain Civil War. uh, And then you have some Lord of the Rings and stuff. But anyway. Mm -hmm. Beauty and the Beast was not good. Yeah. All right. Uh, But yeah, so James Cameron has two of the top three. How about that? And we'll see where he goes from there. Yeah. Scrappy little filmmaker, Jim. <laughs> anyway, that's rated. As usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven. One being garbage, seven being perfection. Alex, what do you get this movie? I'm going to give this a five. Um, the visual effects are awesome. They still hold up. The story was meh. The characters were okay for the most part. So, five. Okay. That's fair. Scott. Yeah, it's. I really think I did myself a disservice by never seeing this in 3D. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, just by what I saw for this viewing, um, yeah, just not a whole lot of interest for the, for the sequel. Um, yeah. Way too long. Uh, Given it a four. Four, okay. Mm. Um, I'm also giving this a five. It'd be a high five. I really liked it, but... You know, if I can't see it in 3D at home, then it probably loses <laughs> a little bit of rewatchability for me. You should me. get one of those new Sony 3D TVs. Nah. <laughs> um, but I am going to go out and see this in 3D on a big screen as soon as possible. Because I do, even if... I'll, I'll be, my, I still enjoyed the story, and I want to see it as a spectacle that it is. So, um, there it is. And with mm-hmm. that, it's time for a crossover topic, which is what, Alex? Our top five blue people. Yeah. Or blue, or blue characters. I was blue. blue characters. I used to be a weird people. song, Scott. The... Yeah. yeah. Was it Eiffel? Yes. Blue, I was green. I was green. That's right. All right. Well, Alex, what's your number five? Uh, maybe it's cheap, but probably not. But I have two Star Wars people on here because uh, I could not exclude them from my list. But can I guess? My, num- my number five. Yeah, you can guess my number five. Max Rebo. Yeah, that's my number four. <laughs> oh. uh, Ayla Secura. Yeah, that's my number five. <laughs> Ayla Secura, Jedi, boobs, Twilight. All right. Nice. She doesn't do anything. Apparently, uh, James Cameron and Lucas went to the same school of... Uh... <laughs> boobs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> School of Hard Knockers. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, but why Ayla Secure? She doesn't, I mean, other than her looks, is there a reason? Because <laughs> she doesn't do anything. Nah, she, she's blue. <laughs> and she's a Twilight. Was, was, uh, so the Captain EO show was Hooter. Uh, was he a was part he of Max Rebo's race? But he yeah, was blue, the, yeah. Was he blue and was he, was he, was he basically Max Rebo? Yeah, more or less. Okay. I I wasn't thinking about that. I just remember uh, Michael Jackson says, Hooter! I remember the first time I saw that, I punched the guy in front of me's head because I tried to reach out and grab. <laughs> I don't know if it was Hooter or whatever. Was Hooter the little flying thing? Or uh, no. I forget. No, no the little flying, the little no, flying Hooter, Hooter was the next Rebo guy. Yeah. I don't care. Whatever the little flying thing was, I went to grab it and I hit the person's head in front <laughs> of me. Like, oh, sorry. Shut up, you stupid kid. Stop so spitting up the sky buckets. All right. Um, <laughs> Stop shaking off poop and stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
right, Scott, number five. Uh, number five, uh, going back to Marvel already. Uh, that would be Nebula. Um, okay. is, is played by Karen uh, Gillan. Damn it, yeah. Um, she's good. She's a good blue person. So yeah, she's a character that's definitely grown on me and who had a surprising amount to do in the last uh, the last couple of uh, Avengers movies. But yeah, uh, Nebula. Nebula. I guess actors aren't all pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm, I'm guessing that's... Uh, watch it already. Scott, damn. Save it for the holidays. Hey. It is it the, is the holidays. holidays. <laughs> what well, are you not talking yet. about? Like, I'm still not yeah, Christmas, Christmas Day. Yeah. Well, you have a flight. You have a flight ahead of you, right? Watch it on the plane. Yeah. All right. Well, my number five, C is for Cookie. Cookie Monster. Oh, yeah. damn. That's a good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn. Is my number five. Oh, j- and not j- my only uh, puppet or slash muppet on my list. J- like... Have you guys seen that video? It crops up every once in a while of like Jesus from like late 70s or the 80s where that little girl is doing the, the alphabet with Kermit. No. Oh, well, I don't man. remember anyway. It's it's the most goddamn adorable thing ever. She keeps interrupting Kermit to say Cookie Monster. <laughs> like, anyways, like, you just Google it. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> and does he acknowledge it? Because they're not even the same universe, right? Yeah, no, it, this was Sesame Street. Kermit's not in Sesame Street. Yeah, he is. He's he's the yeah. only one. He's the what? He's the one. He's the one that's on both. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I never watched Sesame Street as a kid. Oh, of course you. Oh. All right, uh, Alex, number four. Max Rebo. Man, lofty neck. That song slaps. <laughs> I'm a more Droopy McCool guy. <laughs> fucking names of these characters. be <laughs> cool. The Jizz Whaler. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott, number four. I think it's time we bring some Blue Dong into this discussion. Oh, he's uh, my number two. Uh, Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, uh, number two. So I'll save, save more if Alex has anything else to say. It's like kissing the battery. Yeah. <laughs> well, my number four is a Blue Dong for a nose, and that'd be Gonzo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there it is. He loves those chickens. <laughs> no one knows what he is. He's like Yoda. No one knows who he is or where, he, where his race is or where he comes from. Mm-hmm. I think they finally did clear that up. Oh, really? All right. Ooh, they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> was there like Baby Gonzo? There was, because there was Muppet Babies. Yeah, yeah Muppet Babies. <laughs> baby Gonzo. Muppet Babies. All right, Alex, number three. Where did mine number three? Yeah. Scott, did you say yours? No. No, he's Scott number four was um Doc Man. Yeah, we're, you're number you're just Oh, okay, that's right. Okay. Uh oh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Archangel from the X-Men. Remember I loved him. He was a great character in the comic books. Started off as just regular Angel, just a mutant with wings, and then Apocalypse tortured the shit out of him, made him into one of his horsemen, and he got some new powers and a freaky new look. Like, like you're, you barely have movie. a power. You're, like I I want you as one of my horsemen. <laughs> yeah, well, he, changed, he upgraded him with like metal wings that shoot stuff. Still kind of suck. <laughs> Just saying. It's almost as cool as having adamantium claws and regeneration. That's Alex. <laughs> or sorry, Scott, number three. Uh, yeah. Number three is also Gonzo. All right. So, yeah, enough said. 
My number three is also an X-Men, but I he's very dark blue slash black, so I don't even allow it. It'd be Nightcrawler. Bam. No, he counts. Yeah. Bam. Okay. I'll allow it. Um, even Z Voice. I really liked his what they did with him in the X-Men movies, but I've gone going back reading some of the old comics. Really good in there. And he smells like sulfur whenever he bamps, and I think that's really cool. Yeah. As long as I'm not in the room with him. <laughs> you just Scott. blame it on you. Well, you just blame it on him every time you. Did you teleport? Yeah. yeah. Cyclops is ripping them all over the place. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> you didn't uh, see voice. Scott, Alex, number two. Number two is Dr. Manhattan. There we go. Mm hmm. Blue dong physics. Full effect. <laughs> Someone had to animate that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't think they had physics, proper dong physics. Get the hand key that thing. Back and forth. Scott, number two. Number two is the diva, or just diva. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pl- Plava Laguna um, from the fifth element. No, that's my number one. <laughs> Do it, Alex. <laughs> Are you doing the elbows? <laughs> yeah, two fingers, two fingers, two fingers. <laughs> it's like it's like I'm watching the movie. <laughs> oh, God damn it! Fucking please help! <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, all right. Well, my number two is uh, one of the best villains of all time, Skeletor. I'll get you, hey man. <laughs> <laughs> you incompetent boobs. <laughs> yeah. All right, Alex, number one. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't have, neither of you guys had this for number one, but Tobias Fumke. Oh, one. man, that's good. <laughs> that's also my number one. <laughs> Sorry, I prematurely blew myself. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I blew myself. There has to be a better way to say that. <laughs> yeah. Tobias, you blow hard. <laughs> oh, damn, that's really good. All right, well, those are the number ones. Everybody's been talking about it. Yeah. (laughs) Tobias. It's Um, me, Tobias. It is is me, Tobias. (laughs) That fume K. That fume K. All right, uh, my number one is the dance. I have a dancing diva. I don't know her name. What was it, Scott? Plava Laguna. Yeah. The diva. Plava Laguna. There it is. Just so goddamn ridiculous, and that movie is so bizarre, and I love it's it. It's your help mm-hmm. and your love. Stones are in you. Whoa! Yeah, but don't you? All right. Uh... <laughs> What's wrong with you? There's those Bob or something. So lot, lots, lots of honorable mentions. I get through this quickly. Uh, yeah. Another X Men, uh, sometimes villain, uh, Mystique. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, from the Mass Effect series, um, the Asari in oh, general, but uh, yeah. the to Sony. The to Sony. Um, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, Sonic. Sonic. <laughs> like Ugly Sonic from the Chip and Dale <laughs> yes. movie. And then uh, Judge's ruling on this last one, Mega Man. Yeah, he's blue. I have no idea. Yeah, Mega Man. It's only his face that's Caucasian. Everything else is blue. The blue bomber. Smurfs. It's yeah, Smurfs. there's Smurfs. Papa Smurf, Smurfs. Papa Boner. I'm sure one of the snorks 
was fucking blue. <laughs> the oh, the genie from Aladdin. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. genie. Um, who else? What's a blue transformer? One of them. Optimus Prime. Yeah, he was <laughs> sound, more red. Sa- sound wave. Yeah. Oh, sound wave. Sound wave. Yeah. Uh, Leonardo. He wasn't blue. Yeah, commander. But his, but his, yeah. Yeah. His Billy Cranston. <laughs> Billy Cranston, the Blue Ranger. There you go. All right. Uh, is it, wait, is Bizarro Superman blue? I think he's like no, gray. he was pale, but his suit was like basically the same with the backwards yeah. that sort of. Or right. yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Alex No Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? Oh, man, probably one of the best World Cup finals in history. Argentina versus France. Argentina came out on top, but it was it was grueling. It was an emotional roller coaster, that fucking game. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. In, like, in, in general, like, setting aside all the other bullshit around... FIFA and, and and where the World Cup was and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The games themselves were great. Like yeah. fe- felt like they were they're like high stakes and drama like for almost like almost every single pool in the, in the opening rounds. Like there were very few teams that were like didn't have a shot of moving on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, Canadians. Except for the Canadian, yeah, that's the one, the one example. Oh. Guys, the poor guys got blown out of the water right after that, and and the Qataris too. Like, yeah, they never really had a shot, but, um, but yeah, I felt like like yeah, to see South Korea, Japan advance. Um, mm-hmm. This was great. Um, you know, U.S. made it to the next round, which is always awesome. Um, see the U.K. get knocked out again <laughs> by by the French, no less. <laughs> um, you know, I. It's, it seemed like the the Argentines were kind of like the not the bad guys, but uh, if you're going to root against a team based on their on field antics, mm-hmm. <laughs> those which the I guys, did, like yeah, uh, still like Messi, just because like I have a hard time getting behind a lot of the other big superstars. Like like Messi is a lot easier to root for than say like Ronaldo. Um, Seems like a much more like humble dude for yeah. a mega star. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not like if, if if it had to be anybody. Like I'd rather it be him than the ones other guys. So uh, two two things. Um, I did not. I watched the U.S. Iran game. I think, mm-hmm. and then I watched the second half of this game. I, I just I'm not a big soccer fan, and then when I do watch it, I get frustrated. But I was like, I woke up. I think you guys are already in chat. We're like, oh, they're down two nothing. I'm like, eh. Whatever, I'll watch it, and I'm glad I did. It was it was amazing. It was one of the best sporting events, like things I ever saw. Like I woke, Laura was so like laying in bed, and she's just, "What the hell's going on? You're screaming!" Oh, God, they just scored two goals in thirty seconds. <laughs> that was great. It was like, all right, here's the penalty shot for you now, friends. 
Yeah, and then idiots. They, <laughs> and then yeah, Argentina scored late, and then they went an extra time or whatever. Mbappe scored another. Yeah, with another penalty shot. And yeah. Then, She's like, who do you want to win? I'm like, I don't know. Argentina seems to be acting like a bunch of butts. So I want France. But at the same time, if Messi, I'd be like to see him it's win. If he France. gets a goal, that would be kind of cool. And then yeah. the fact that he got the goal, I'm like, all right. From what I know, I don't, which is not much, that he seems like a decent dude. Um, but yeah, the end, like, I, this is what I don't know about soccer. Tell me this, Scott. Like, late in the game, they were killing time, right? When they scored in, um, wait, overtime, I forgot what you call it in soccer, in overtime or whatever. Extra time. Oh, well, extra there's one well, extra time, and then I think it is injury time, oh, right? Oh, or I think it's, it is overtime when you get into that extra period. Okay. Yeah, when they do the two 15 minute periods. Yeah, that's yeah. overtime. Yeah. Okay, so we're in overtime, and Messi scored the goal. So now they're just they're killing the clock or whatever, and they the, the ball will be down in the corner, and they're killing time, which is fine. And the ball will go out of bounds, and then the guys aren't even in the game. We're just kicking the ball twenty rows into the stands, like I, to to kill time. Like that just seems. That so they Fuck did something. Sport, if that's allowed, like those guys should not be there. Like I don't get any yeah, sport. You it's, can't it's, have guys not in the game. It's doing it's a that. weird thing. It's just kind of part of the, the culture. Although they did a really weird thing during this World Cup. Where they, you know, fuck that culture. A white man needs to go into an avatar <laughs> body and teach him how to do it right. <laughs> give, give him a big speech at the end. And yeah, yeah. Lead them to victory. Um, get a bunch of them killed in the process. Uh, the the so soccer. <laughs> the they did a weird thing in this World Cup where the 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 officiating staff were, were given like strict instructions to do whatever they could to keep actual time. So that when people were dicking around like that, it wouldn't actually save them any time. So, if, yeah, so if people bad would look on the sport, if, though, if, man. if people yeah. were do, well, that's exactly like if they knew that, then like for them to still be doing that nonsense, like sometimes though, it's just to like it's just a little bit of gamesmanship, so they can't immediately throw the ball back in or immediately take a kick again. Mm-hmm. And like I understand, NBA does that too sometimes. The guy wants to inbound the ball, and they kind of like. Well, just take a couple seconds. Same thing with football if they're trying to line up quickly. But to get it and just kick it like that. Oh, that was making me upset. Yeah, no, they they do dickish things sometimes. And then, and of course, <laughs> the diving just mm-hmm. always gets me upset yeah, too. And then they yeah. and then you get mad at the refs and they miss a call. How are they supposed to get it right when ninety percent of the time you're faking yeah, it? So it's, like, it's weird. It's weird because like, <laughs> like I, I would I, I most fouls are legitimate, but like most fouls aren't like the worst pain that's ever happened. You don't yeah. barrel roll yeah. four times when yeah. you get tripped. Yeah. As bad yeah. as it it's, hurts, I'm sorry. It's, it's it's a weird thing too because like <laughs> we've all stubbed our toes in the middle of the night and we're not flipping around like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like like this this obvious like it, like reward if you if you're able to flop successfully in the box right um, yeah but we'll sometimes <laughs> sometimes though we'll it's sell just sell it in the final yeah some sometimes it's just better to just keep trucking. Like you got momentum on your side, everybody's like running back. Like I feel like most goals happen in transition, so mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the counterattack, yeah. So anyway, so little things like that, and then during the penalty, this I get is head games, but why the goalie can go out there and just like he puts the ball down, and he'll take it away, and just stand there like what what what, what sport allows the other team to do that? The referee should be the one. Like, you stay yeah, there, you stay there. Weird. I put the ball here, like. I get. I guess it. You know, I'm an outsider coming into a sport, and I'm judging it. And I know that's you got a line, and it's guys like me who are hockey fans, and we just sit there like this is stupid. You got to play it, man. It's a tough game. Blah blah. I get it, but 
<laughs> get into that avatar, Jeff. I know. <laughs> I did. I did see one tweet going on like during, during the World Cup, where somebody was like, "All right, I think I figured out like how to make soccer watchable." To me, is like, we'll, we'll drag it down to just five on five. We'll make it a lot smaller. Instead of playing on grass, we'll play on ice. Yes, <laughs> he basically exactly. makes it into ice hockey. Put some boards yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, put some boards up on the side. Yeah, give make it a nice stick. board. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Like I said, those last that last half was amazing. It was one of the most fun sporting events I've ever seen. So I get it. It's just like so, when, soccer's awesome when they're not when when it's when you got that back and forth and there's like that you know you're kind of holding your breath when something could happen around the goal, yeah. and then it sucks when. It comes to a screeching halt because yes, somebody takes a dive or they gotta they gotta figure something out because somebody's rolling around the field and they're not really hurt. Right. right. Um, and the ref makes the TV sign VAR. Gotta go. <laughs> and they bring out the magic spray. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll see people say, "Yeah, you have no idea how much that hurts." These guys, the legs are tree trunks, and they get like, "I'm not doubting that it doesn't hurt." Like, I, I'm sure it does. I just, you're not doing a barrel roll. You're a grown ass man, tough as balls. You're not doing that. Like, it's just embarrassing. And I, and then to get mad at the referees when they miss a call later, it's like you're you're making their job impossible. And yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm over it. Like, Alex, as a kid, like, if your, kid, your kids are always lying and everything, every single time you go in, you're like, well, you're both in trouble because I don't know what the fuck's going on. So, yeah. fuck you guys. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I didn't do that. He did. Yes, he did. You're, like, well, now you're both in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> one for doing the thing and one for squealing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Done rant. But it was a good fight. It was a good last game for me. Yeah, and I guess you guys are saying that the rest of the tournament was pretty fun, too. So good yeah. on that. Yeah. Another, another four years. <laughs> yeah. And they've, what, they opened the field, right? It's a lot more teams are allowed in and it's in three hosting countries. Yeah, I know. We're talking we about have like a shot. The, the pools are like smaller to now too. So Wait, what's smaller? The pools. So like there'll be extra pools. So it'll be like three teams instead of four. Oh, uh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, US, US Canada, and Mexico hosting. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Otherwise known as North America. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, this yeah, is kind cool. of fucked up. Like, I, I think the one thing Qatar has going for it is it's such a small place that and the oil, <laughs> yeah, the, the oil, oil titanium. <laughs> but I, just, just like if you're gonna host something like that, had no infrastructure to begin with. There was, there was no reason. But anyways, like everything's right there, right? <laughs> like in in North America, like people are gonna come to watch, but like it's gotta be a bitch to get from like. Toronto to Miami to like Houston I mean, or Austin to Mexico City like guess yeah you got to pick and choose your games and hopefully you guess right <laughs> when your team adva- if your team advances yeah. yeah I'm assuming a pool Los will Angeles. play in a location right so like pool yeah, is going to play that, their that games in Mexico City or whatever yeah and I guess, I guess they try Toronto. to make it e- easy as possible for like the tourism yeah. part of it but but still it's like it's quite a distance to <laughs> if you're a fan yeah. Yeah, like whatever about the players, but like for the for the fans, uh, yeah. the players are flying first class. They're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're used to it. I'd like, um, to, yeah. I'd like to go to one of those games. Bucket uh, list. We get Los World Angeles was, was hosting. I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah, L.A. and San Francisco, I believe. Uh, so got I'm assuming cases. SoFi right Seattle. is going to have it. Um, new new stadium. Uh, yeah, they'd probably be going hard after that. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, I think it's time for Neum News. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was yeah. 
All right. I'll try to run through this quickly. Uh, so, uh, just some, some stuff to, to watch. Um, as, as we've established, the holidays are almost here. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, on And I'm really looking forward to this on December 23rd. So this Friday? Is that right? Yeah, this Friday on Netflix, uh, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery Ooh, uh, yeah. will, will be out. Uh, so the, uh, I don't know if you call it spin-up, spin-off, follow-up, um, like, like the only returning character, as far as we know, is the Daniel Craig character, um, who, who, you know, he was great in the, in the first Knives Out. So mm-hmm. looking forward to that. I always like a good whodunit. Um, so that should be a fun watch. Again, that's on Netflix on the 23rd. Yeah. Um, already out, and I haven't watched it yet, but, I, but I've already heard that it's hilarious. They did a special Murderville episode just for Christmas with, with uh, Justin Bateman. Oh, really? Yeah. So if oh, you okay. have not watched Murderville, I already recommend that. Yeah, uh, that show's but, pretty good. But yeah, they, they have a, a Christmas special for this, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but that, that's only like... I imagine that'd be around a half hour to 45 minutes. Maybe they went a little long with it, but uh, mm-hmm. so that's an easy watch. Um, and finally, uh, Black Adam um, is out on HBO Max. <laughs> so that might be the movie, if I'm, if I'm going to get on a plane, <laughs> that might be the thing I try to watch because like, it's almost impossible to watch like a movie on a plane that the, the flight is like shorter than six hours. <laughs> uh, but my experience... So I'm gonna have to break it up into a few different uh, ones, unless I have to pay for it. In which case, that's bullshit. Which I think I will because it's United, and they're the worst. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, my might load it up on your laptop or your phone. Yeah, or download it. Okay, yeah, I'll try that. Maybe. Okay. Um, but, uh, don't I watch it on my tablet? Anyways. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, just stuff to, to watch here, um, and then uh, shifting gears, saw the the trailer for Babylon, um, the new Damien Chazelle Chazelle Chazelle. Uh, it's not um, what's his name, Ralph Garman. No, <laughs> not Hollywood and, Babylon. Uh, oh, no, okay. No. And uh, Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. No, yeah. no, it's no. not them. Okay, no, it's not them. Uh, so Babylon, this is the same guy that did uh, Whiplash and La La Land. Um, so this looks like old Hollywood. So I'm sure it's going to be there for award seasons because nothing Hollywood lives more than Hollywood. Um, <laughs> That's true. But it looks fun. Uh, Margot Robbie um, and Brad Pitt and, <laughs> yes, and, and others. Um yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, just like a weird, uh, you know, old Hollywood, like pre-Hollywood, birth of Hollywood piece. Uh, it was kind of hard to tell exactly what was going on on the like the exact time there. But uh, yeah, so I'll try it for that. So if anybody's interested, check it out. Um, and then um, moving on to more kind of DC related things here. As we mentioned Black Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the big news, I don't think we talked about this last week. Um, stop me if we did, but that Henry Cavill is not returning to play Superman. Um, Ooh, at least not. I didn't know that. At least not in the next actual Superman movie. Um, I was a little unclear on that part. Um, but at either, at any rate, DC has not said anything 
about casting for, for the new role yet. Um, so we'll see how that shakes out. Cavill, however, is confirmed. And I, I love this guy's such a massive nerd. He's, he's doing a, uh, a Warhammer 40k <laughs> yeah. series, which probably for Netflix, if I had to guess, but I don't know. Um, yeah, because he's not doing The Witcher anymore. Yeah, he's, not, he's not doing The Witcher anymore, right? Um, yeah, because I thought he stepped down for that because he was going to start doing Superman again. I don't know. He's yeah, got I'm tired of maybe. Doing, doing that. But anyway, he's like, got tired. There, there might not be anything nerdier than, than Warhammer 40K. <laughs> That's true. Uh, maybe if he was doing like a Magic the Gathering <sighs> movie or something. But um, yeah, so that's, that's what Cavill's up to. Uh, so we'll see yeah. what what happens with the new soups. Um, you know, especially now that James Gunn and that other dude, I already forgot his name, uh, <laughs> are, are in charge of the the DC movie properties now. Let's get Nick Cage back into the game here. Not opposed. <laughs> but, but he has to have the long hair. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. gotta be, it's gotta be that same version that he was <laughs> going to do way, way back. Oh, I thought he was just doing the testing in the suit for Superman because he was filming like, uh, what was it? The fucking Con Air at the same time? No. I don't, I don't know, but it's <laughs> what I was want. He actually, actually going to No, it was supposed to be the long hair. Wow. All right, let's do it. Yeah. And, yeah, and, a- and they've got to bring back what's his face as one of the producers. Uh, Peter Jeffy Nellis. Uh, Petrelli. The guy who wants a spider and everything. Yeah, the guy right? who wants to put a spider in everything. They finally yeah, did get his yeah. giant spider in fucking uh, Wild Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, God damn it! So there was uh, so there's um, oh, a long time ago. I guess I mentioned the guy named uh, John Schnapp. He was uh, on a YouTube show that I liked, and he, uh, he unfortunately he passed away several years ago. But he made a movie, a documentary. It's about the making. It's like the making of Superman two and all that. And it has interviews with that guy you're talking about, Scott and Kevin Smith. And they have behind the scenes and uh, what's his face, the director, Tim Burton, uh, but all this stuff. And they have that. He was supposed to have the long hair. They had the suit. And it was just, it was really weird. <laughs> so it's out there. The documentary. It's, I think I've seen most of that documentary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah John. Schnapp. I'll look it up while you guys are talking. But, no. uh, but at any rate, uh, that's it from me. Alex, anything you want to go over? Yeah. Real quick on something to not watch. Oh. And that is. Dance Monster on Netflix. Uh, it's for it's for the kids. The kids love it, so you know it'll be on. But this show is fucking ridiculous. It's another like American Idol type of ripoff dance competition type of thing. It's a live action thing. Things. Yes, is but it scripted? I don't know. But the thing is, it's not scripted. No, it's it's like a real competition. Oh, jeez. But the dancers don't go on the stage. They're performing backstage while they are being motion captured. And a digital CG monster is what the judges see dancing. You see? Dance monster? You get where I'm going here? I think I understand. So, and that's not, that's that's already like a terrible premise for a show. It's like, I don't want to fucking watch this. And it, it, it doesn't the sound level any of worse insanity, than a lot of other things. No, I'm, don't let me continue here. <laughs> the level of absurdity goes even higher because they don't let you see the actual dancers' faces, right? Mm-hmm. So they always, they always blur them out when they're doing like the mocap fitting, stuff like that. They're testing out the rig. 
everything. And when they're talking about, they still have the interviews in the chair, but it's always the monster, you know? They're always the bocat monster. They're sitting in the chair, like they're doing like the interview. It's like, oh yeah, this competition would mean a lot to me because I come from here and they frown around dancing. The thing is when they show pictures of like their their lives back home or family photos and everything like they do on these shows, they they don't just blur out the faces of the contestants in these old photos. They actually put the monsters like face on their human bodies when they're showing these old photographs. So when this woman is like, oh, yeah, I used to be a dancer, but then, you know, tragedy struck. And like my husband passed away. So that was a really hard time. And there were these pictures of her and her husband and everything. But she had the stupid monster face on these photographs of her and her of her deceased husband. And it was just insane. I've never seen something more cringe, hilarious and stupefying at the same time. It, it's it, it, incredible. These are all just like normal people, right? They're not celebrities. Correct. Okay. It's not like the Masked Singer, goddamn Masked Singer. Ugh. Anyways, but yeah, don't watch that. The kids love it though. <laughs> yes, the kids they love it. Oh, this is my favorite monster. I love the mushroom monster. It's like, oh no, the, the marshmallow monster is the best. She had the best dance moves, Dad. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you want to go over? Nope. That was it. <laughs> Merry you Christmas. Got that off your chest. Right. <laughs> yeah. Glad, glad we got. Oh my up. gosh. Uh, Jeff. Anything you want to talk about? Not much. But the documentary was called The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened? Said by John by John Schnepp. And the guy you're thinking John of is Peters. John Peters. John Peters, yeah, okay. Peter. Yeah. Peter. Um no, not much. There was one thing. Uh Laura was watching that White Lotus or Black Lotus show that's on HBO. White, the White Lotus, yeah. Well, the White Lotus. And what's her uh we started looking up something about Jennifer Coolidge, like seeing how old she is and stuff. And I found out, Alex, maybe you know this. Hmm. She was in an episode of Seinfeld. You know who Jennifer Coolidge is in the first place, right? I know. She, I, the she, name she, sounds familiar. She's Stifler's mom. Stifler's oh, mom. She's okay. the mill. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the uh, Christopher oh, yeah. Guest stuff. No, in Seinfeld, she was the masseuse that wouldn't give Jerry a back rib. It's 100% correct. I've seen that a million times. I never knew that was her. She looks so different. Um, yeah. So we watched it today and I was like, I still, I mean, I can see it now that you tell me, but she looks so much different. Mm-hmm. So Anyway, that was just something that I, that was hilarious. I've seen Seinfeld a million times. I've seen the Christopher Guest stuff a million times and American Pie and never knew it was the same person. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. That's it. I know you guys talk about some DC stuff. I'm hearing James Gunn not only is like considering big shake up there and he knows he's going to get I'm uh, reading some stuff that the choices he's making, he knows they're going to be upset the fans, but they think it's the best way to reset and start. And mm-hmm. but I guess he's they said they're making Superman front and center, but they're going to make some hard decisions. So I think Good. I don't even know if Gal Gadot is out as Wonder Woman and. I think Patty Jenkins might be out or something. I don't know. That's but right. I did. I did read that they killed the next Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. So that's interesting. So, so we oh. shall see. But was uh, that the Wonder Woman movie, the one that they filmed and was completed and everything, and before release, the studio just pulled it? Or was that, that, was no, the, that, you're was, thinking that was of Catwoman? It was no. Uh, the bat, bat was Bad Girl. Oh yeah, Bad Girl. 
that's okay. Catwoman that's, movie. That's too, a yeah. shame. That that has to come out. That's going to eventually come out. I don't think so. I think it's a tax I mean, write-off not, thing, and it can't not, be released. Not, not officially. Okay, <laughs> fine. It'll, it'll come out. It might leak, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's all I got, yeah, because we've just been watching, like, re-watching Christmas stuff and soccer and, and all that stuff, so. Well, that's it. All right. Uh, I think we're taking a break next week, yeah. Yeah, so yep. nothing between now and the new year. So everyone enjoy your holidays, new year. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Merry holidays. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Happy whatever you celebrate. And oh, you may the be Festivus hearing an ad or two. You may be hearing an ad oh, or two yeah, in our should. episodes yeah. these days. And uh, we apologize for that. But hey. We got to keep the lights on. We gotta keep the lights on. Yeah, we're testing some things out with Anchor. We'll, we'll see. May not last. It may be too much work for us to insert the ads. You guys are just gonna be lucky. We're so lazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we're doing some experimenting here. Bear with us. We will make it too bad. Hopefully, uh, we know what we're doing. So yeah, we don't. We don't. Spoiler alert. We, 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 yeah. we really they don't. did. The narrator says they don't. <laughs> Spoilers. They did not. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Everything out there wants to kill you. We at Hans Shop First like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.